Calling all passengers. Come on down to gate six. Come on down to gate six. Hello, and welcome to Plan for Wonder. I'm the talking head crystal founder of My Life Planners. I'm back after visiting my parents down in the southern tip of Texas for what was supposed to be 10 days. It was actually abbreviated by an extra day of travel. If there's anything I've learned over the years, nothing's guaranteed when it comes to flying the skies. In fact, I was just going to go find a quiet corner at the Dallas airport during my five-hour layover yesterday. But those, even those plans were hiccuped by an unexpected terminal change, which required me to pack up quick, grab the SkyTrain in order to make my flight home. So if there's anything I'm learning about travel is that wallowing in annoyance is just a drag. Instead, I choose to spin it and look for the unexpected experiences that color life. So here's the thing. When I first made plans to visit my parents, it was with the intention of being a 70th birthday present for my mom. So it was more of a double duty trip this time, actually, adding some extra joy to her day since she's been recovering from an ankle injury since she arrived a couple months back to their gated community. I don't know where you're at in your life cycle, but I've survived the parenting years with my two girls, well, at least the younger years, and find my headspace free just a little. And now parent, my parents are top of mind. They would never see themselves needing support. And I'm not saying they do, but I don't think anyone ever really does until you're smack dab in the middle of it, like my mom found herself. She was enjoying a quick nap after unpacking and a friend popped by ringing the doorbell. In perfect mom fashion, she jarred awake, rushed to answer the door, not even noticing the very heavy metal coffee table her foot caught on, and she fell, then noticed her foot flopping unnaturally around. Yep, she snapped her ankle. My first reaction was I just had a, a, a chat with a client of mine. She's a Pilates teacher, and she was sharing how falling is the biggest factor in reducing a senior's life expectancy which just came to mind as she told me about it a day later. I mean, I just kind of realized my mom's a senior. <laughs> so here, all my parents' plans for the winter season in Texas has been waylaid by emergency room visits, figuring out the chaotic American health system, confusing insurance requirements, and yeah, she needs to heal her injury. And on the other side, my dad. I mean, he's found himself in the caregiver position. And my mom, the one needing support, needless to say, this is the opposite of who each of they are as humans. I love my dad. He's a no-nonsense, basic-needs person who just wants to make a little improvements around him, as well as enjoy what life has to offer as he's reaching his own 74 years of age. I have to say, while on a road trip with mom yesterday, she talked about how dedicated he'd been to her. And even now, I get a little emotional about it. Then there's my mom. She's been as self-sufficient as they come. In my small little family, we now call anyone who can't seem to sit still being a baba after my mom. She's not only used to doing everything herself, but she, even she admits patience has never been one of her virtues. We had some really good talks while I was around and after a few days living with them, I really started to get a sense of their dynamic. My dad is tired, it shows, and anyone would feel the same way after being a caregiver 24-7 and managing the day-to-day -day of house management, cooking, cleaning, shopping, and really everything else. And then my mom feels guilty, of which I have from day one been reminding her, stop that, don't feel guilty. 
I mean, life is in seasons. And this time around, it's her turn to be cared for, which is still a challenge for her. I mean, you could see her. She boots around that small trailer home in a wheelchair, one-legged, trying to do and be the same person she was before. She's tired of not being physically able to live her life, her way, and I don't blame her at all. I mean, anyone would feel the same way. She's stubborn and still assumes that she should be as efficient and quick as she was before the accident. I mean, I could hear her grunting and exasperating frustration, simply finding shoes and putting on a shirt. And then she's still rushing from task to task. Now, what boggles my mind, regardless of the injury, is this woman is retired. Her only obligations are dates with friends, go out and do an activity or an art class, simply breathe, maybe sit by the pool and read a book. So why am I sharing all of this with you today? Have you found yourself caught up rushing from one minute to the next, never really sitting still and always thinking of what's next? Well, I think my mom has something to teach you. Not only don't fall prey to a similar surprise accident out, be your own awakening trigger to slow down, but really look at your life now. Whether it's after a day at your desk, managing kids, caring for your own loved ones, do you feel like you've run a marathon? but the reality is you feel more like a hamster in its wheel. I mean, even worse, are you already thinking of the next thing to tackle before you've even completed the thing you're currently working on? So here's the thing. Like I said, my mom is retired and she still has this productivity mindset driving her to simply keep moving. It's a symptom of the culture we've all been raised with. A good person is a productive person, but the same, the opposite could be true. A productive person can also be not so great person. So it just doesn't ring for me. We're three weeks into January since those trending topics about goals and what we're going to accomplish in our lives have been taking center stage and it's been on top of our minds. Maybe this is a chance for us to dig deeper, maybe think further into our own futures. I don't know about you, but I'd like to take each next chapter in subtle stages. So I don't find myself still rushing from one goalpost to the next, not even being aware of what's right in front of me. I want to enjoy the time I have on this planet with my friends, loved ones, and especially the wonderful other people I have yet to meet along the way. I seem to keep coming back to a meaning in, a meaning in life focused on others who I see are important. And if that is the case, then guess what? I'm also a person who matters. So it's important that you don't lose sight of your own value. And when you think of the buckets in your life, your own self-care is one of them. In order to be there for others, you need to be well, physically, mentally, and emotionally. So why don't we all look at our own lives strategically by incorporating micro doses of retirement throughout our days? We learn from those around us. And for me, I've learned so much from my parents. Did they have all the answers? Hell no, I mean, no one does. But more importantly, it's missteps along the way that we learn from as well. Sorry, mom, that little pun was unintended, but you got to admit it was pretty gizmet. So here's the thing. The next time you find yourself taking a needed rest, don't let someone else's emergency become yours. Open your eyes, look around you, get a lay of what your options are, and then get up and answer that door. If you matter, the person will still be there waiting for you.